In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues today, with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Ladies, Motherhood Talk Radio is here to give you a powerful platform by giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio has interviews with best-selling authors, gurus of happiness, and women of interest who every single day make our world a better place for our families. Motherhood Talk Radio, powered by Motherhood Incorporated, is on the air now. Moms, this really is your show. Motherhood Talk Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly and Rick Swanson, and we are on our Thanksgiving show, or our pre-Thanksgiving show. And um, we are suffering today. Christy, why are we suffering? Well, I'm suffering. (laughs) I'm suffering because I'm only eating protein and I can't have anything else. Why are you suffering? I'm not. I just was looking at you eating your protein. I'm like, (laughs) I hit my weight loss goals. I, you know, had pizza for lunch. Oh, okay. Sorry. Bragger, bragger, bragger. But, um, yeah, no, I got to tell you, it is being able to go out and eat knowing that I, like, you know, I'm eating what I'm supposed to do, and then occasionally, according to Rona, I can go ahead and eat regular food again. It's been really good. Good for you. I just want to eat sugar and, <laughs> and candy. That's my favorite. Well, we are but, going into the holiday season, so it's going to be tough, I think, on everybody. Yeah, trouble. You know, from Halloween to Thanksgiving. Though I'm not a really big turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes kind of gal. Well, I'm. You know what? I'm not either, actually. I mean, I like it. I like the feeling of it all. I'm not necessarily, like, gorging myself because I don't do that. But I do like the feeling of, like, family and friends and the warmth and everything that goes with it. That's, That's what I true. Like. That is truly the best part of, of Thanksgiving. And, I, you know, it's like when we talk about, like, what we're grateful for. And one of the things that I'm supremely grateful for this year is for the friends that I have made since I've moved to Acton, which is very funny because I'm always bagging on Acton, but <laughs> the friends that I have made have made such a tremendous difference in my life. Christy Aww, and you. Rick. Okay. Okay. Apparently, okay. I know. apparently that one was yeah. a lead wound. I but, know. Whatever. But um, Michael went no, overboard. Apparently, actually paying attention. <laughs> what, what? What? Are you texting during the show? Rude. Um. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you guys are doing such a good job. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just look at my phone. And, you know. Okay, but, whatever. Yeah, whatever. That it, was like the suck-up answer. Can I vote no for the turkey as well? Can you? Know. you? I don't know. Can you? Oh, I, just, I wanted to because I don't know about you, but, like, I don't know if you had this experience, but you ever get the turkey sweats? <laughs> That's what my cousin I call it. What? Like you, what? The turkey sweats. It's like you've had a lot of turkey end of Thanksgiving, it's like the evening, and you just feel like nasty, and you just break out in a cold sweat. It's horrible. Oh, I thought you were like oh, referring to like going and putting on your sweats because your pants were like tight or See, something. I was thinking it was no, something no, like no, the no, avian no, the flu actual, virus. Like, the turkey sweats. sweats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, we have butt in our pants sometimes. 
Okay. So let me clarify um, for this, uh, Richard Swanson. You actually ate so much turkey <laughs> that your body reacted by sweating, probably because it was working so hard to digest the massive amount of food you put in your body. Is that possible? Possible. But I never eat that much turkey. I don't really care for it, but every time I eat it, some of my other cousins eat it, we're like, you just feel nasty, and you say it's the turkey sweats. It's horrible. Oh, I don't know. I've never eaten enough turkey to... to yeah, there's room turkey for everyone. Maybe it's a guy thing. Maybe. Maybe. I'm always hot anyway, so I don't need that extra bump. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, we don't need that extra bump. So, okay. So, Christy, I'm going to bring it over to you first, and I'm going to ask you, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? Oh. You know I was going with I know. I know I had to go first. Okay. Well... I am thankful for, you know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for my family and for my friends who are always here to support me no matter what I do, no matter what decisions I make. And I'm I'm thankful for my husband and all the love and support he gives me and for my children. And... Yep. And I'm thankful for, you know, him still having his job and us to be able to live in our nice house. And, um, you know, I'm thankful for the soldiers that are fighting fighting for our country. I'm thankful for the firefighters and for the police officers. You know, all of them put their lives on the line every single day. You know, when we're home celebrating Thanksgiving with our families, those people are not home. You know, the firefighters are not home. The police officers are not home. The military officers are not home. They're out there protecting us, protecting you. So please remember that when, you know, and say a prayer for them also. Um, thank you. That was beautiful. <laughs> that really covered a lot Very of nice. things. I mean, you really just missed, like, you know, I don't know, world peace and ending hunger and global warming. <laughs> global warming. Global warming. Uh, no. I'm well, not. see, now that you've covered almost everything, Ricky, what are you thankful for? I don't know. I think she pretty much, she hit a lot of pretty much what I would say. I mean, I think just what, I, what I'm struck with every Thanksgiving is that how we in America, and especially myself, we're so quick to be ungrateful, ungrateful for everything we do have. And like, oh, I don't have this, or I don't have the newest plasma HD LCD TV, or this car, or this kind of house. But you stop to think about it, you do have a car, you have a TV, you have enough to eat, you have a place to sleep that's warm and dry. And there's so many people around the world that don't have that. And we have some friends that are missionaries in Haiti, and when we hear their stories and see their pictures, it just kind of it just, it convicts me, and I feel, I feel guilty that I'm even daring to complain. Uh-huh. So, okay. yeah, I'm thankful for all those things. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. Who would know from Stupid Diet Guy? I know. To... You had more time to think of yours than I did. Okay, this is not I a did. competition, children. It's not a competition. <laughs> you won. You won. No, we didn't. But anyway. No, I think they're, but they're all different. You know what I mean? It's like we're all grateful for different things. I mean, and I think, you know, as the economy changes and, and you know, we've gone from like a huge overconsumption, you know, kind of country to ratcheting it down and, you know, trying to live a different lifestyle, it's amazing how you can be thankful for such small things. Like for me personally, I'm so thankful that people are going to come to my house for Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. last year it was just me and Zach and Max and a little 
little chicken, and, you know, we just kind of sat there, the three of us, and it was really lonely, and, and you don't realize the presence, the power of the presence family and friends have until it's a holiday, and, you know, you're just quietly sitting there, and, you know, there's lots of empty seats at the table, and, and um, for me this year to have a full table of friends, to come and share the holidays with, I think that's made a huge difference in me because I was actually dreading the holidays. I was like, I really don't want to go through the holidays. I just, you know, my family's not here, you know, my just me and my kids. And, you know, to be able to break bread and share a table with people that you enjoy and and to come together is just, I'm grateful for that. I am too. I'm grateful that you're having that, having all the people over. It makes me feel happy. I also am thankful for my health and my kids' health. It's a total huge one that I that I need to thank God for. Absolutely, especially as we're like, you know, we go through this fit to strip challenge, and we do laugh about all the crap we throw on our bodies. Like, Rick, what did you bring today? Are they recently right now? Yeah, like what did you bring that we drank at lunch? Harder fruit punch drinks. <laughs> that's I thought all right. we were that's doing a like day to do yeah. a drinking show, and then apparently I'm the only one on it. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If somebody had What's to that? do a protein diet today, lame. Whatever. I know. That's why I'm not happy. I'm telling you. Okay, but but the fact of the matter is that we do live in a country where we are free to drink Mike's Hard Lemonade or a protein drink, and yes. we're free to get together. We have the freedom of speech so that we can have this radio show and, you know, say any dumb thing that comes into <laughs> our heads. Um, but that's, you know, these freedoms that we take for granted are really powerful, and we don't have them in many countries. And the idea that this radio show could be heard in any country in the world via the Internet is really just an amazing, amazing gift. And, you know, I'm eternally grateful for the guys over at TogiNet. I'm grateful for the women who put me together on a daily basis. I'm grateful for Christy, who is my lovely and fun and delightful co-host. And I'm grateful for Stupid Diet Guy, Rick Swanson, who tapes me back together when I fall apart and (laughs) hands me stuff and says, okay, this much is supposed to say on the air. And I'm like, oh, I forgot I was on. Um, But, you know, it's a team effort for us to put this together. And I am very grateful that we're on the air. And I'm very grateful, too, for our guest today. And she is the um, CEO. She's the founder of Operation Gratitude. And for those of you that don't know Operation Gratitude, it is a company that sends or it's a nonprofit that sends boxes overseas. And one of the things that they include in these boxes to the soldiers and the Marines are these letters. And my little town, our little town, mm-hmm. you and Christy, our little town came together and produced some letters for these care packages. And I would like to read one of the letters that was written by an almost 12-year-old Girl Scout in Acton, California. Her name is Jessie Chicado, and I think that this letter is super powerful, and it really kind of summarizes the Christmas spirit, the Thanksgiving spirit, and how we feel on the home front for our uh, men and women serving overseas. So if you'd bear with me, I'm going to read it, and I've been practicing all <laughs> good week. Job, good get job. Get all curious, okay, good, good, good I call. still might. Her name is Jessie Chicado, and this is what she wrote to a soldier to put in a care package to him. If you are reading this letter, you probably have gotten many of these things, but my letter is different. I'm not a normal girl, and you are different too. I ride horses, and you drive camo jeeps. I go to school, you go to war. So when you are reading this, I hope you think of how different we are, but how similar our hearts are inside. So 
before you go to war, remember this letter, and you will be able to see the sunrise the next morning and our flag held high. Thank you for serving our country, even though it is a lot of effort you go through. Keep this with you forever, because this is now your Girl Scout Troop number 37, I'm sorry, number 3972, Good Luck Charm. And she said thank you, and she drew a big smiley face, and she said, P.S., I told you I'm not normal. <laughs> you know, and I just thought it was absolutely heartfelt, and, you know, here is it coming from a 12-year-old girl talking about our, all our hearts being the same, and that really is true. No matter where we are in this world, we can all be thankful on this day. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio. I'm here with Christy Holly and Rick Swanson. And coming up next, we will welcome Carolyn Blaschek of Operation Gratitude. show motherhood talk radio giving you interesting inspiring and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation this is motherhood talk radio and we'll be right back after these is there more living for you to do yes start living inspired be here for living inspired with trisha goyer Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey, Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly. 
Hello. And we are having our Thanksgiving mm-hmm. show, which is perfect for us to talk about gratitude and being grateful. And we read a letter by Jessie Chicado that she had written for one of our brave heroes. It's going to be included in their Operation Gratitude box. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have today as our guest Carolyn Blaschek. And before we bring Carolyn on, I just want to take a minute here to talk about the small world because one of the ladies uh, that helps me with my Toys for Tots campaign, and I have raised over 25,000 toys for Toys for Tots in my lifetime. Good job. Thank you. You're welcome. Good job. She is a teacher in the Saugus School District, and her name is Debbie Rocha, and we were talking about Toys for Tots, and she said to me, you know, my son is stationed in Afghanistan, and he's part of the Ugly Angeles, his air unit, and she's, I said to her, you know, how are you doing with him being deployed over there? Are you hanging in there? And she said, of all things, it helps me to go down and continue packing boxes for the troops through Operation Gratitude. Oh, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, I'm having Carolyn Blaschek on my show this week, who's, you know, the head of Operation Gratitude, and she's like, oh, it's a great organization, and we laugh because, you know, we've met through Toys for Tots, we've met through, you know, the radio show, Operation Gratitude, a couple other charitable organizations, and so I wanted to tell um, Captain Salvador Horegi, who is her son, that his mom is thinking of him, and we are all thinking of him as he is stationed in Afghanistan, and I just can think of no better way to introduce Carolyn Blaschek to say that she has given this mother peace of mind by not only serving our troops, but giving this mother a place to go and put that energy where she can pray that he's safe and she can make a difference. Hmm. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Carolyn Blaschek. Carolyn, are you on the line? Hi, how are you? How's that for a big lead-in? Well, that was quite moving, quite moving. And I actually, you know, that's the theme I would actually like to keep talking about. Um, but you ask me what you want, but um, I would like to discuss that with you a little bit. Absolutely. You rock yourself out because, Carolyn, you know more than I about this stuff, and I am here to support you in your efforts because what you do is just so amazing. Uh, well, thank you. You're very sweet. Well, I mean, as long as we're on the topic, Ben, um, let me just sort of go with this. Um, you know, it's interesting because um, the mission of this organization has always been, you know, first and foremost to put a smile on, on a service member's face, let them know that, that people at home are thinking about them. As time went on and I began to see how important this was to the American people in, the, in terms of giving them an opportunity to express their appreciation to the troops, that, uh, you know, b- both as volunteers here locally but also people anywhere across the country who, you know, we've designed it so that everybody can participate in their own way, whether it's by writing letters or collecting items, knitting scarves, recycling cell phones, et cetera. But this, but, and, and so that's all been wonderful, and that's really become a secondary mission. What I've more recently begun to learn, and, and this is partly because I myself have now become a military mom, is that Operation Gratitude, and really other military support organizations too, but I think ours is very unique in, in our, our, our scope, um, it provides family members and loved ones of, of military a true place of comfort. 
um, on many levels. One, there is uh, something about having that hands-on experience and, and feeling like you're doing something that is actually supporting your baby or your loved one or your spouse or whom, you well, know, whatever. Well, and physically touching the exactly. items that go in these boxes that are going to go overseas. There's that human connection. No, exactly, exactly, and that's very important. But in addition to that, to be in an, in an environment where you are surrounded by people who absolutely respect and admire you and your child or, or loved one because of the choice they've made. And it's a very unique place to be because out in the, the, regular, the rest of the world, you don't necessarily get that reception. And so we have been finding more and more that a lot of family members, both Blue Star families, which means that they have somebody, you know, who's, who's serving, and Gold Star families, who are people who have lost their loved ones, um, more and more so are coming to be with us um, because of that sense of comfort that they feel. Now, so, Carolyn, this is Motherhood Talk Radio, this, and, and our sister show, you, you guys were on Military Mom Talk Radio, your organization. But for those listeners today that aren't aware of Operation Gratitude, that don't know what you do, what you stand for, I mean, we take for granted just because, you know, everywhere I go, Carolyn, I hear Operation Gratitude, Operation Gratitude so amazing. But for those listeners today who don't know about your organization, can you first tell me a little bit about yourself, how Operation Gratitude started, and then if you could give us kind of a rundown of what Operation Gratitude does. Sure, sure. Well, for starters, Operation Gratitude is a 501c3 nonprofit volunteer-based organization that sends care packages to troops who are deployed in harm's way. Uh, so it's primarily Afghanistan and Iraq, but also on the ships in, in international waters um, and various other hotspots around the world, and those hotspots seem to be increasing as the days go on. Um, We've sent, uh, we send about 100,000 care packages every year, and each package is addressed to an individual service member by name. So there is a real sense of, of being very personal with that package. Each package has about 50 or more items in it, um, valued at about $100 or so. Um, all the items are donated by either companies that donate their own products by the pallet load, which we need because we're sending over 5 million items a year, um, but also by, uh, donated by individuals around the country who organize collection drives in their own community or just, and that, that community could be a school, a place of business, a homeowners association, a civic organization, Girl Scout troops, teams, et cetera, um, or just by the, on their own, go, you know, individuals on their own go out and, and purchase items that they would like to send to the troops. Um, each care package then costs us $15 to send, and of that $15, 10 to $12 is just postage, um, and the rest is, you know, just our cost, you know, the website, um, insurance, security, forklift rentals, I mean, yeah, just what it takes to produce a package. Um, and so we've now sent over 580,000 care packages. Um, we will be sending our 600,000th package on December 11th, and that will be a very exciting day. All of our um, previous milestone packages have had very exciting uh, gifts in them, most of which involved keys, like to cars or motorcycles. Um, and this 600,000. I'm sure that goes over well. Oh, yes, it does. And the 600,000 is going to be equally as exciting. 
Um, what else? What else can I tell you? I mean, that's, that's basically it. Um, as, I, as I started out by saying, you know, the, the, our mission is to put a smile on a service member's face, but also to provide every American an opportunity to say thank you to our troops. And that's what we're all about. We're not, we're not um, one of these sort of downtrodden uh, charities. We are, we are very uplifting, and we are all about appreciation and, and saying thank you. Um, and having, you know, person-to-person, people-to-people uh, caring about each other it has nothing to do with politics. There's no partisanship. Um, we, we don't even allow people to, to come into our facility um, wearing a hat or T-shirt that reflects any kind of political statements. Um, you know, it's not about policy. It's all about people. Well, and Carolyn, i got to say, you know, I've, I'm involved with a lot of charitable organizations. I've had lots of charitable organizations on my shows, and my companies have sponsored them over the years. And what I've learned in working with these organizations, and a lot of times with the directors and the founders, is that it comes from the top down. And when I think of positive people, when I think of people wanting to make a difference, a selfless way to make a difference, you know, you come to mind from what I know about you personally, working with you professionally, and then also, you know, through word of mouth. Every time I mention your name, people always tell me, oh, she's so upbeat, she's so outstanding, you know, and I think that your organization largely in credit to you and your spirit is why it is so amazing and it is so fantastic. And, you know, I'm just I'm so thankful that you're on the show today and I'm so honored that you are have become, you know, part of our show and part of our lives. And, you know, how do you, how did this get started? How did you, you know, just wake up one day and go, ooh, I'm going to start a fabulous charity? <laughs> uh, no, not at all. Actually, well, first of all, thank you for your kind words. I, I do want to say, though, that... Um, it, it, in my mind, it is very much less about me, and it is really a tribute to the troops that that really inspire all of us, and certainly me. Um, a, you know, first to a cause greater than ourselves, of course, but but also that they are the ones who who have the upbeat and positive attitude, and they are the ones who don't take no for an answer. You know, it's not a matter of no, you cannot do that. It's a matter of well, figure out how you can do it. And that's really been the attitude that we've had since the very beginning. So I really feel that I've been very blessed by being mentored, in a sense, by so many people in the military that I've now been honored to work with um, because they've really taught that to me. And so if I've well, you got that to supporters, then all the better. You know, when I when I hear don't take no for an answer, Carolyn, you have got to tell the story about the, um, you know, the, when you say you don't know. Do you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yes, yeah, I know yeah. that story. Um, all right, well, let me, let me back up before that because uh, the, the origins of the organization really kind of play into that story. Um, the way this all got started was after it actually harkens back to September 11th. Um, I wanted to join the military after that day, and I, in fact, went down on September 12th. Uh, to several different recruiting stations, and I mean, maybe all of you don't know how old I am, but uh, <laughs> I'm well on. And at that point, I was 40. You're over 21. That's yeah, all we well, need to know. And I was well way on. over the uh, way older than 35, which was the limit in those days. And um, anyway, so and I kept saying, "No, ma'am, you're too old." And I kept saying, "Well, well." And in any event, eventually, <laughs> I, I got the message. I tried calling instead, but 
you know, eventually it was very clear they were not going to let me join. So I decided as, as I had to find a way as a civilian to express my appreciation and show my support to the military who were clearly going to be the ones to bear the brunt of 9-11. So interestingly enough, you know, I mean, today you can, you can uh, do a Google search on support the troops and you're going to get hundreds of organizations from small to large and everything in between, um, you know, where you can somehow get involved. Back in okay, Carolyn, I hate to do this to you because oh, you are so absolutely fantastic. We are going to get ready to go to break. Okay. When we come back from break, we are going to hear Carolyn Blasek finish this great story about the origins of Operation Gratitude. If you want to check out the website, go to www.operationgratitude, just like it sounds, uh, spell it just like it sounds. And the best part of coming back and listening to this show after the break is you're going to hear how Carolyn Blasek talks to a high-ranking military person that we will not name, but it's super funny. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio. I'm here with Christy Holly, and catch us after the break. Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. The Way of the Toddler with hosts Lita and Lori Hamilton is a show unlike any other parenting program you've ever heard. Zen Masters in Diapers? Yes. Join us Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central here on Toginet as we celebrate parenthood as a spiritual path for a journey to inner peace. With thought-provoking and spiritually compelling guests, each week Lita and Lori will explore how our children help us with the lessons we came here to learn, adding deeper meaning to our lives and relationships while giving you valuable gems to add to your unique parenting toolkit. Check out the website, thewayofthetoddler.com. With great humor and honesty, Lita and Lori will demonstrate how inner peace is possible, even when surrounded by poopy divers and piles of laundry, and what we can learn from the innate wisdom and natural spirituality of our Zen masters and diapers. It's The Way of the Toddler with Lita and Lori Hamilton. Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, here on toginet.com. Adoption, Journey to Motherhood, with Mary Beth Wells. Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central. This is not your typical show about adopting children. This is a shared experience from Mary Beth's heart. Mary Beth will be talking about and covering all the issues pertaining to adoption, including adopted parents, birth parents, adoptees, foster care, and infertility. So... How did your journey to motherhood begin? Or are you still on the path? We want to hear all voices sharing their stories and talking about those issues that are so dear to our hearts. You see, Mary Beth is a birth mom that relinquished a child for adoption and ended up coming full circle by adopting two beautiful little girls from Guatemala. And that led to her starting a doll company about adopting baby dolls from all around the world so that children could choose their own doll and learn about that doll's heritage. For more on Mary Beth and her dolls, go to PreciousBabyDolls.com. Then join us for Adoption, Journey to Motherhood. With Mary Beth Wells, Monday mornings at 9, 8 a.m. Central. Remember, the heart knows no boundaries. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holland. Hey, Mom. 
Mamas. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly, and I want to wish everyone an early, happy Thanksgiving. I do, too. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, my God, she's on I know. I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> I you said anything, though. Well, I did. No, I did not. I'm just listening. It's hard. I mean, Carolyn is such an amazing <clears throat> woman. Her organization is so outstanding. I mean, when you think of 600,000, the 600,000th care package to go overseas on December 11th, I mean, that's just amazing. It's incredible because, you know, everybody always wants to know what can we do, and, and no one knows. And, you know, we don't know what we can send over there or what we can't, how to do it. I mean, there's feels like there's so much red tape sometimes, and this is a great, great vehicle to do it. It is. It is. And when you think of numbers, you know, there's a, you know, there's something that comes to mind. It's like I learned it in journalism school about statistics. It's like, you know, if something tragic happens to six people, you know, oh, everybody feels it. But when the numbers get up to like 100,000 or, you know, heaven forbid, 600,000, it's really difficult for us to wrap our minds around how many people that really is. And for those of you listening today, I just wanted to give you a visual image. When you think of some of the big stadiums that are built today, you know, the big, like, you know, football baseball, I don't think baseball, but the football stadiums, they seat 100,000 people. So when you think of one of those stadiums filled, now imagine six of them. Filled with full packages? Filled with full packages. Or filled with soldiers Soldiers, and Marines and, you know, American service people receiving something. I mean, that's an astronomical number of people. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. And we are lucky to have Carolyn Blaschek of Operation Gratitude with us today. And you guys can check it out, you know, operationgratitude.com.org. Carolyn's assured me, you know, just Google Operation Gratitude and it will come up because there's lots of things they need, not only financial support, you know, to donate items, but there's also some opportunity like the letter we read from Jesse Chicago that's really just you sitting down with your child and writing a letter to a service person you know, ours say, Dear Brave Hero, my name is Jessica Chicago. I'm 12 years old, and they just write a nice, simple greeting. And the instructions for how to do this is on uh, her website, and you can mail these letters in, and they can go in these packages. And it's the cost of a stamp, and it's the cost of the time to sit down with your child. But I can tell you, after doing this with the Girl Scouts, the Boy Scouts, um, Meadowlark School here in Acton, and family and friends, it's you will get so much more out of writing this letter. And, Christy, you experienced it as well. Yes, I did. My daughter wrote a little thing, a little letter here, which we have to get it on the right letterhead. But, you know, it, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing for me to know that she knows. I mean, she's seven. Mm-hmm. But for her to understand what's happening, you know, to these, these men and women, you know, why they're not here, you know, with their families, you know, it's, it's it's a good thing. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. And, you know, at Motherhood Talk Radio, you know, we, we try to make things better for our families, you know, through educating our moms and enlightening and giving opportunity for people like Carolyn Blasek and a lot of the different experts we've had on over the year come on and guide us in how to create conscious children that make a difference so we can make the world a better place one child at a time. And that's near and dear to my heart. I know it's Christy, it's yours, and, you know, Rick, too, also, you know, has that same overwhelming desire to make a difference and to have Carolyn on. And I'd like to turn the mic back over to her so she can finish her story and I can can't wait for her to tell that story about women who don't take no for an answer. 
<laughs> okay, so I, I was starting to say, talk about what, how I started this. So after September 11th, I couldn't join the military, so I started to volunteer at the military lounge down at Los Angeles Airport. And I was doing that for uh, one, one day a week and then two days a week for over a year. And then in March of 2003, I was in the facility by myself, and a soldier walked in very distraught, asked to speak to a chaplain. And I actually got very ner- upset and worried because I thought, I'm, I'm not prepared for this. I haven't been trained. And I grabbed the phone. I said, you know, I'll, I'll try to get someone here as soon as possible. And he said, no, I need to talk to you, please. My plane is leaving in half an hour. Can I just talk to you? So we sat down, and he started to tell me that his he was on emergency leave. His mother had he had just buried his mother. Um, his wife had left him, and his only child had died as an infant. So he had no one in his life. And he said, for the first time in my 20-year career, I'm going to a war, and I know I won't make it back this time, but it doesn't matter because no one would even care. Oh. And that was the moment that Operation Gratitude was born. Um, how he and I got through that moment is, is a different story, but once he left, I really fell apart, to be really honest with you. And I just could not bear the thought of this man, and as well as ma- many other uh, service members who I'd been meeting over the course of that year, who I knew did not necessarily have family or support systems. I could not bear the thought of them being in harm's way for at that time, and the first time in a generation. Um, and and I knew that they would, you know, that that the ethos in the military is that they're willing to die for the guy on their left and the guy on their right. But that conversation made me wonder who who are they? What what gives them the strength to survive? Who are they willing to survive for? And if they don't believe someone at home cares about them, then why even try? So I decided that I personally, at that point, it was just me, that I wanted to do something to show every service member that that someone cared about them. Um, what I quickly learned, oh, well, and so what I decided was that um, my, ki- my kids used to go away to summer camp every summer for two months, and what would I do when they were gone? I would write them a letter every day, and I would send a package, a care package once a week, just filled with nonsense, really, but, you know, just something to remind them of home and to let them know I was thinking about them. So I decided that's what I was going to do for the troops. Well, easier said than done because whereas in previous conflicts, uh, we could anybody could to write a letter or send a care package addressed to any service member after September 11th and the anthrax scares. They changed the regulations so that you actually had to have the name and address, deployment address of a service member. Well, I didn't know anybody. I mean, to be honest, in my my life circles just never in, incorporated uh, the military, and so that became another journey for me to to find names, um, and I would just walk up to any person in the store, wherever, and say, hey, do you know someone who's serving? If you'll give me their name and address, I'm not crazy, I will send them a package and say thank you for their service. And so I slowly started to get names that way. I sent my first four packages uh, the day the war broke out in Iraq, so that was in March of 2003. And I included in every package I sent a letter just saying who I was, where I was from, how I had gotten their name, and just thank you. And if they knew anyone else to to let me know who would enjoy receiving a package. Well, it it started to snowball, and as the summer went on, it, it turned out that there were other people in the community that actually had felt the same way I did, and they started doing org- uh, collection drives, and people were getting all this stuff, and then discovering that they didn't know anyone to send it to. So they'd call around to different organizations that they assumed would send stuff to the troops, and none of them did. And eventually they would call that lounge at the airport who would say, oh, our volunteer Carolyn is sending care packages, call her. So before I knew it, my house 
truly was covered from top to bottom, end to end, with donated stuff. And so I worked off of all that material by myself at home um, over the course of that summer, sent about 650 packages, and then in August of 2003 sort of hit a wall because I'd kind of run out of all that product. I had run out of I, I'd sort of gotten to the last few dollars that I had. And there's only so much Carolyn to go around. Right. And, and yeah, it, it was very expensive. I mean, I, at the, in those days I was sending you know, um, up to 50 packages a week, but they were huge packages, and each one cost about $30 just in postage, So and, that, and then plus the stuff that was in it. So, yeah, it was, it was getting a little tense there. And um, somebody told me, oh, there's a, a shipment of, of sunscreen over at this armory that happens to be kind of close to you, so why don't you go over there? So I go over there. The person who let me in was this woman, female soldier named Sergeant, uh, Staff Sergeant Elizabeth Cowie. We start talking, and it, lo and behold, it turns out she was sending care packages to troops that she knew, just using stuff that people had dropped off at the armory. I was doing my thing. We were both sending packages out on Fridays, every Friday, but there were two post offices in our in our area. She was doing the west side one, and I was doing the east side <laughs> one. So we had never run into each other. But we looked at each other and said, "You know what? We've got to join forces. Let's you know the holidays are coming up. Even though this is August, we it was clear that things were going to keep on going. Let's join forces." She said, "You come. You bring your your operation in here into the armory. We'll we'll help you with the logistics and all. You do the legal stuff and and the fundraising and all of that. And let's see what happens." So um, that November. Uh, the first weekend in November for Veterans Weekend, it was a three-day weekend that year, we said, well, open up the armory and just invite people to come in. Well, we didn't even know who, I mean, all we did was start sending out emails, you know, oh, if you want to help make packages for the troops, show up. Well, the next thing we know, that weekend comes, and um, we had oh, at least 300 people showed up, and we did about 3,000 care packages over the course of those three days and actually had names of people to send them to. So we were, we were just pleased as punch with ourselves. Now, I might add that today we do 3,000 packages in less than two hours, but in those days it still took three days. <laughs> Be that as it may. So, at, so during this, this November time frame, Somebody, and, and honestly, I mean, things were happening so fast, and I still wasn't even really realizing that this was going to turn into something big. But what I did know was that people were really caring, and people wanted to get involved. And, and even after that weekend, we, people kept emailing and calling and saying, you know, what can I do, what can I do, and bringing stuff to us and saying, well, when can I make packages? And we started getting more requests from, from the troops overseas. And then one day I get an email from somebody. I don't even know who it was. It was sort of an anonymous email that just sent it to me and said, here's the email of a really big-time general in, in Iraq. Why don't you write to him? So I said, oh, okay, fine. Honestly, back then I probably didn't even realize how important that, a position this person had, but I said, oh, sure. So I wrote, dear general, <laughs> I'm so-and-so. <laughs> And, um, you know, I send care packages, and if you send me all the names of your soldiers, I will send a care package to each one of them by name. So he writes back fairly quickly, I might add, um, and says, Dear Ms. Blaschek, um, very nice of you to offer. I don't think you quite understand who I am. I'm the division commander or the assistant division commander for the 1st Armored Division. I've got 37,000 soldiers here. And and you know, I don't know if you you know if you can really handle something like that. He said somewhat, you know, sarcastically. And I wrote back. <laughs> apparently, according to him, I don't think I was quite this 
But in any event, well, he, he says, I wrote right back to him and said, well, General, you don't know who I am. You send me those 37,000 names, you're going to get 37,000 care packages. And, and that's why we love Carolyn Blasek. We're about <laughs> to go to commercial break. We are here with Operation Gratitude, and we are going to come back after the break, but I encourage you to check out their website, operationgratitude.com. Check it out. Make a difference. You guys can help. It's really important, especially as we head into the holidays. We will be back after the break. Mom, here's your show, Motherhood Talk Radio, giving you interesting, inspiring, and influential information as you navigate everything from child care to corporate formation. This is Motherhood Talk Radio, and we'll be right back after these. Vision Onward is a mission. Vision Onward is passion. Vision Onward is compassion. It's God's power being shown in the world today with the guidance of the Holy Spirit through Jeff Holly and his family. And now, it's here on Toginet, Monday evenings at 9, 8 central. Vision Onward began over three years ago when Jeff and his family felt that after sitting in a church for years, they had come to a place in their faith where they were tired of sitting around and talking about their faith. They actually wanted to do something about it. So they decided to use their time, treasures, and talents that God had blessed them with to help those who have, by no choice of their own, been born into a world of poverty. So they walked away from the American dream, which they realized is actually a nightmare, so they can help others find hope in what seems to be a hopeless world. For more on Vision Onward, go to visiononward.org. This is truly a God-led adventure of the heart and humanity, making a difference for Christ. It's Vision Onward with Jeff Holly, Monday evenings at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Hello everybody, this is Pete Dix, asking if you'll join me on Beatles and Beyond on this radio station. What a show I've got in store for you. Not only all the Apple reissues that I'll be looking at, some very rare tracks indeed, a report on my evening watching and listening to Neil Innes of the Ruttles and the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. So please join me, Pete Dix, with Beatles and Beyond on this radio station. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio, the most powerful voice in women's issues. For more information, check out the website, motherhoodtalkradio.com. Now, let's get back to the show with your hosts, Sandra Beck and Christy Holland. Hey, mamas, we are here on our pre-Thanksgiving show with Christy Holly. Yep, I'm here. I know, you're all curious. I am. I'm all stuffed up now. It is the first time I heard Carolyn's story about not only, you know, talking to the, I don't know, it was a Marine or a soldier in the airport, and then, you know, talking about the, just making a difference and, and just everything. I mean, it's a total, it does, it makes you come all undone. It is done. moving. You are moving me to tears. And I'm laughing at her right over here. <laughs> yeah, my feel it's so emotional. So honestly, the best, it's probably all the protein. To be honest, <laughs> no, I'm, I have feelings. I know you have feelings. You have a lot of them, and they're usually all over the office. <laughs> 
No, it is it is an amazing, moving story, and it's and it's so powerful and it's real. And you know, anybody who knows me knows that I am so pro military. I have been pro military since I was a little girl. You know, I've served the Marine Corps since I was eighteen years old in a variety of capacities. And there's nothing I love more than punching holes in jarheads. So to have Carolyn Blasek, this sweet, delightful, you know, ball of strength say to a leading military commander, sir, you don't know who you're talking to, and deliver the 37,000 packages is just, oh, Carolyn, you just make my day. <laughs> well, thank you. You're sweet. I, I didn't realize that you had been in the Marine Corps. That's so cool. Oh, no, I'm not. I wasn't okay, in the Marine Corps. I'm serving it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, and I might add that that same general, whose name, by the way, is General uh, Mark Hurtling, who's he's now a three-star at the time he was, I think at the time that we first met, he was at one star, and then a few years later he became a two star, and he's now a three star. Um, he was the the uh, general who invited me to actually bring our three hundred thousand care package to Iraq in person to deliver it. So um, he and I, I mean, he he really, I owe him everything. I really do. If it weren't for him, um, Operation Gratitude, in my opinion, would never have totally gotten off the ground because he really gave us our first um, dose of legitimacy from the military's perspective. And uh, and then of course he gave me the experience uh, that I will never forget the rest of my life. So I don't know, Carol. I'm putting my money on you. I'm yeah, putting my money too. on you for me that too. one. Going. Me too. When you take a mom and you give her a mission, there's just nothing standing in her way. And I would love for you to share with us about Iraq. How was that? Oh, it was fantastic. Now, when when I was there, it was January of 2008, so it was actually still a pretty uh, hot hot spot time um the insurgency you know was in full swing and and uh the surge ha- i think was just about to start or we were in the midst of it um but it was really i mean that there's so many parts to the story but I, I the bottom line for me and and you know we're talking moms to moms here um to have the opportunity to be standing with 50 young soldiers each of whom had gotten one of our care packages and having General Hurtling say to them, well, who here has gotten a package? And every one of them raises their hand. And then he looks at them at all and says, well, then you all owe her a hug. And to see these 50 soldiers line up and one by one come up and give me a hug, I, I mean, to the, to the day I die, I will never forget that. And, you know, I knew with each soldier that I was hugging, and these were all guys who have been in the worst areas and had had actually just been through hell the, 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 for the two weeks before they came up to this special base where we did the ceremony or the presentation. Um, I knew that each one of them was hugging me as though they were hugging their mom, and I was taking those hugs as each one of their moms and giving it back. And, you know, that is something, I mean, I, I, I actually said to the general afterwards, that, you know, I think we need to start a new program called, Something like you know the booby, you know, just <laughs> keep sending me out to these you know forward operating bases. I mean, I'll do it. I you know I don't care about the risk. I I would do it just to um, go out and give these guys you know that kind of hug. I mean, it, it just really was special. So. So I would do that too, but I think it would be for a different reason than a single mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, who wants a hug? Who wants a hug? A free hug? Yeah, well, we're, yeah, we're going to start screening your letters a little more carefully. <laughs> Good like, idea. Why, why did this 12-year-old girl ask for a date? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, Carolyn, it's just it's just so amazing what what you do, and, and it's always so fun to talk to you. How can people help? How can how can we make a difference? Well, thank you for asking. Um, the first thing, people should go to our website, OperationGratitude.com, and there's a, a whole section called Get Involved. And if you're local to Southern California, you can actually come in and help us hands on at the Armory doing the prep work and, and then actually assembling the care packages. For those anywhere else in the country or in the world, actually, um, there's any number of things. I would say, of, of course, I and mean, listen, we're a nonprofit and that, that needs money, and so we always accept donations and or welcome people to organize fundraisers in their own community. As I said before, each care package costs us $15 to send, and um, yeah, there's nothing we can do about that. We just have to raise the money. Um, so really you're talking about taking, you know, like two kids and yourself to McDonald's, and if you gave that up one time, you could pay the, you could donate that money to the, towards the postage that it would take to send one of these packages overseas. Yeah, that's, that's all exactly we're asking, right. really. And, and you could save a life. I mean, you know, we, we have documented uh, stories of, of our packages saving lives on, on many different levels. And so, yeah, I mean, that $15 can save a life. Um, so you can... Uh, it could be your own if you're going to McDonald's. <laughs> right, right. That's true. Right. Um, you can, you know, one of the most important items that goes into our care packages are the personal letters, and I know you were talking about those, and especially letters written by children. They are so meaningful to the troops. And again, for several reasons. One, kids' letters are just adorable, period. Two, um, they they really put the smile on a, on a service member's face because the pictures that the kids draw, the, the words they use, the, the misspelling, I mean, all of that is just hilarious, and so the troops love that. But three, and, and perhaps most importantly, those kids' letters, and, and especially when the kids talk about, you know, how I look up to you and you're, um, you know, you're a hero and you're so courageous and all of that, they represent the future, and for, the, for to the mind of a service member, that's what they're there for. They are they are over there protecting our country at home for the future and for for these children. And so those kids' letters just have such an impact. And to share one story, years ago I got a letter back from one of the service members who had gotten um, one of our packages, and he said, you know, the, um, the pa- everything in the package was great, but at the end of the day I had eaten all the food, I had watched the video. But there was a letter from a little girl in Michigan that meant so much to me that I folded it up, I put it in my helmet, and that letter goes with me everywhere I go now, and she's my guardian angel. So that's the kind of impact that these kids' letters can have. Well, so. even just um, even just in the process, Carolyn, of going and talking on behalf of your organization, which I have no right to do, but I did anyway, um, to collect these letters. There was two in this package here that I want to say. One little girl drew a picture of her hand. She just traced her hand because she was, you know, like I guess six years old, and and her mom must have written it. And she's like, if you put your hand on my hand, it's like we're shaking hands, and I'm saying thank you. Oh, how cute. And I was like, oh, my God. It's so beautiful. And then there's the other one that I want to read really quickly because, of course, it was written by my son who's four with his um, – he's in our Boy Scout group even though he's not old enough. But he says, I want to send you a Batman fruit snack to you. <laughs> my name is Zach. Is your name Zach, too? I love you. <laughs> oh, how precious. You see, I mean, how could anyone not love those letters? So those are very key. Um, other things people can do, knit scarves, knit or crochet scarves. I mean, we during this winter time 
time, especially, we try to put a handmade scarf in each care package. Nothing on earth says love more than that. Um, collecting other items. Uh, the Beanie Babies, that's the other story I wanted to tell. Beanie Babies are other small stuffed animals. Um, again, we started out sending those just as kind of a symbolic thing. You know, they'll look at it, they'll laugh, they'll smile, they'll, um, it'll be a symbol. They'll remember that people at home are thinking about them. But then again, I got a letter from a service member who had gotten the pack, a Marine, in fact, who said all 17 of us got care packages in the unit. Um, we took the candy and the Beanie Babies and we gave them out to the kids. And at that time it was in Iraq. And they turned around and told us where the bombs were hidden. So you're not just putting smiles on our faces, you're saving our lives. just now. I know. And, and then we started hearing that same story over and over. It's part of the counterinsurgency whole strategy of, you know, winning hearts and minds. And so very important. So we are very committed to getting a small stuffed animal in every care package. Um, that's a wonderful thing, especially to do with kids, you know, to, to organize a collection drive like that in your communities. Um, recycling cell phones is another great thing, especially for kids, um, to do. We work with recyclers who will even pay to pay the postage to send the, the cell phones to them, and they will pay us up to thirty dollars per cell phone. Um, and so it's a great way for us to raise funds. Yeah. Uh, so if you're like me, dig through your drawers. I probably have three or four of them laying around in there. Yeah, exactly. That- <clears throat> exactly. And and you know the bonus is it's good for the environment as well. So um, you know it's a twofer. Uh, so this, you have to. I have to interrupt here really quick. You guys should see Christy's face. <laughs> you suck. She's like her nose is all red. I know. This is how I was the first mean. time with, with, when oh. when um, Carolyn's organization was on the show. I think I started to cry like three times during the whole way because it's so easy to make a difference. And I would encourage everybody today to go to OperationGratitude.com and make a difference. And Carolyn, we've got just a few minutes um, before we have to close the show. If you could give a message to anyone out there about your organization, what would it be? Well, what it, uh, my message would be, first and foremost, we are Americans. We are blessed in this country to have freedoms that don't exist anywhere else in this world. And the reason we have those freedoms is because there are men and women in, in our nation who are willing to put their lives on the line to protect and defend us. And all they need, all they ask for is, well, they don't ask. All I ask is that every American show their appreciation and respect and say thank you to them, particularly this time of year during the holidays when we all get to be with our loved ones and we get to be with our children and we get to hug and kiss them. There are at least 150,000 sailors, soldiers, airmen, and Marines who will not be home with their families this year. And the, the least we can all do is say thank you to them for letting us be with our families. It's so important. So make a donation, you know, knit a scarf, write a letter, you know, have your kids write letters, organize a letter drive, organize, you know, a donation drive for your area to support Operation Gratitude. Carolyn, it's been lovely having you on the show today. May God bless you in your efforts, and may God bless our troops at home and away, and may God bless our families that are here on the home front. And finally, may God bless us one and all on this day of Thanksgiving because we are free, we are in this country, and it's just a day that we can pause and be thankful for what we have. Absolutely. Well, so next you. week, oh, Carolyn, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. It's been a lot of fun. Um, it has been. Well, I appreciate being on. 
I still think the, you know, telling the guy, telling the general that, you know, you don't know who you're talking to, that to me, that's just going to stick with me forever. And for more great guests like this, I invite you guys to check out our um, site, uh, Motherhood Talk Radio. You can find us on iTunes. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio with Christy Holly and Rick Swanson, and may you all have a very blessed Thanksgiving. Thank you for being a part of Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Christy Holly. Gontoginet.com. Join us every Tuesday as we get.